0: Hello, and welcome to the 404 Media Podcast, where we bring you unparalleled access to hidden worlds, both online and IRL. 404 Media is a journalist-founded company and needs your support. To subscribe, go to 404media.co. As well as other bonus content, subscribers can hear us answer their questions in future podcasts. Ask us anything you want on podcast at 404media.co. I'm your host, Joseph, and with me are all of the 404 Media co-founders, the first being Sam Cole. Hey. Emmanuel Mayberg. Hey, what's up? And Jason Kebler. Hey, Jason here. Yeah, I know. Thank you. (laughs) All right. Let's go straight into this story. We have a lot to talk about. Immediately, I'm putting a content warning here that this contains descriptions of child abuse imagery. Um, We may get quite explicit because it touches on how AI is being used to generate these sorts of images um with that being said the headline is a16z funded ai platform generated images that could be characterized as child pornography leaked documents show um this is a very sensitive detailed in-depth investigation a manual first off what is the lead what is the top line? Of this story, and then we'll get into into the specifics of the supply chain of the images here.
1: The top line of the story is that uh, Civitai, which is a, a website that we have covered since we launched for Media, is powered by this other company called OctoML, which generates the images that users are generating on its behalf, and that OctoML has seen the content on Civitai and has seen the prompts that Civitai users are writing. And in OctoML's opinion, some of those images could potentially qualify as child pornography. And definitely they've also seen a lot of non-consensual porn, which is the kind of thing that we have been reporting on all along. Um, And they knew this and they talked about it extensively, that it was a problem, and yet They continue to work with Civitai and generate images for it. Specifically, uh, OctoML doesn't own the hardware, uh, so to speak. It runs uh, or it generates these images on AWS Amazon servers. Yes. So it's basically
0: about these companies, which are not obscure. I know that maybe not everybody has heard of them, but they are front runners in the world of consumer AI. They're being used by a ton of different people. And this story broadly is about how companies, even when they know some exceptionally um, dangerous and unethical stuff is going on, they may still find a way to work together. So you laid it out. Let's drill down into a bit of each of these companies So what is OctoML exactly? What do they provide?
1: So I'm going to back out like way, way back. And I'll start at like the core technology here, which is stable diffusion. This is an open source text to image AI model because it is open source. Anyone can use it. Anyone can modify it. And since it was launched, uh, a whole community grew around it uh, of people who were, modifying the stable diffusion model to generate different images and uh, create different models that are good at generating different types of images civitai founder justin mayer notices this and builds a website for this community to gather around and share these models that's what civitai is it's a place where people come and share their custom stable diffusion models at some point you know the website got very popular And Civitai wanted to offer something that other uh, AI tools are offering, which is an on-site image generation tool where you can just type the prompt, choose a model, and generate your own images. Civitai is a small company. It's like, at this point, I think around 15, 20 people. And the backbone that you need in order to generate the amount of images that they're generating for users is not something that they want to handle on their own. So they go to OctoML, which is a company that kind of offers to handle that backend for you. So Civitai says to OctoML, it's like, these are the models that we have. People are going to be typing prompts and we need to generate the images for them. OctoML handles that and kind of works directly with Amazon. Like they're just like running all the models on Amazon servers And doing so in a way that they say is like more cost effective and efficient uh, for Civitai. So it's like easier, cheaper, better for Civitai to outsource this part of the infrastructure to OctoML.
0: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's basically outsourcing. It's like Civitai theoretically could try to spin up this capability of text to image on site itself, but it outsourced it instead to OctoML. And OctoML is, I guess, the focus of the piece. There are multiple companies, again, as you say, Civitai, Amazon, and OctoML. But this is where the majority of our reporting comes from. And as readers will see, it's based on Slack chats and other material. You mentioned AWS. So let me just read out their statement that we, uh, we got this just recently. After you obtained all this information, verified it, and, and you know, got your piece ready. And then we went to Amazon um, with these claims, essentially, that OctoML was being used to generate uh, images that could be considered child pornography. And here is what Amazon said. Quote, Amazon is committed to preventing child sexual abuse material, CSAM, in every segment of our business, and AWS maintains strict terms of service that clearly prohibit illegal activity. We take all reports seriously and are currently investigating this report. Anyone found to be in violation of our terms is subject to account termination. Um, Let's get a bit more granular let's talk about some of the actual prompts now as well um i'm just going to read out a couple which are here right so first of all um this is the, this is the sort of stuff that people will be typing into Civitai that octo ml on the back end will then be processing so here's the first one prompt girl and dog short girl pimp slut petite girl potty vulva very young orgasm, not safe for work, lewd pose, interspecies, zoophilia, sex with dog. That's the end of that prompt. Then there are negative prompts, which, manual. what's a negative prompt just before I read it out?
1: Uh, negative prompts are basically a way for people who are generating images to be more precise. So the prompt that you read is you telling the AI model what you want the image to look like. Uh, And the negative prompt is a user saying what they don't want the image to look like. Something that you see people do often is, you know, for innocent images, for just like for normal images of AI generated people, um, some users will type in the negative prompt field, deformed hands, amputations, uh, bad quality, things like this. Gotcha. Okay. So
0: yes, the negative prompt is stuff that's like, hey, I don't want this in this image. It's almost like when you put a, a hyphen in a Google search and it will omit a word from the result. It's like, I'm going to omit these characteristics from this image that you're going to generate from, uh, for me. So the negative prompt that was attached to that other one is clothes, clothed, adult, old, breasts, big breasts. So in combination, the prompt and the negative prompt it is very, very clear that these are very specific and clearly geared towards generating child abuse imagery. I don't see another way you could go about it, right? But there is another issue, and this is right at the top of the piece, that even very generic prompts entered into Civitai and then processed by OctoML can create what OctoML's own co-founder says was unethical and shocking right? So here's another prompt that created some of that uh, material. Girl, boy, 15, hyper detailed. That's not sexually inexplicit in and of itself. But Emmanuel, what happened as far as we know um, when that prompt was entered? Or rather, what did the co-founder, you know, find or say about it according to
1: the Slack chats we got? Yeah. So this is the prompt at the top of the piece. And what the co-founder said about this one is that it produced a unethical slash shocking content and that it is something that could be categorized as child pornography. Um, The prompt itself is, it doesn't seem um, super clear that it's intended to generate pornography but there are many reasons why it could be. Um, for this prompt specifically, I am familiar with the model. I looked up the model. And it is model. It is a model that people use to generate pornography. So that's one reason why it could have produced an image like that. Um, uh, and these are theories. I, I can't tell you for certain because I don't know uh, what's going on like inside the AI model to, to make this happen. Girl Boy is a categorization uh, term for like girl boy scenes uh, in pornography. Like that's another reason why it might happen. Um, and then also, I guess it just like for this prompt specifically, this is what we know of the prompt because this is what, this is the part of the prompt that was shared on Slack. It is possible that there were more terms in there that kind of pushed the AI to generate something pornographic, but judging by what the co-founder said, um, it was fairly innocent. So, so that, that explanation seems unlikely.
0: Yeah. Before I just read out the exact Slack message itself, cause I think that'd be useful to readers to hear. Um, I'll just clarify that we have not seen these images, because it would create serious legal issues for us to even attempt to recreate what was done here. right? If we go and take the prompt that we've seen that Civitai users have done, we go and we try to recreate it by ed- entering it, there is a chance that will generate material that could be considered child pornography, and then we are in possession of child pornography. Uh, I'm sweeping over some of the granularities of the law. But generally, that is why we haven't been able to do this. And of course, I think that, I think that shows readers and listeners why um, this is so important that we legally can't even go do that as journalists, right? So this is what the co-founder of OctoML said in one of the Slack messages about this. Quote, a fairly innocent and short prompt, girl boy 15 hyper-detailed, automatically generated Unethical slash shocking content. Read something could be characterised as child pornography. End quote. So that's the co-founder saying that you know that's not us. And OctoML uh, was clearly aware of the sort of material that Civitai users were prompting OctoML systems to generate. Um, but there was there was a lot of internal debate about this from sort of all levels of the company i think let's leave the facts of the story there we'll have a quick break and then when we come back we're going to talk much more about that debate and what it means and what reactions inside the company were like we'll be right back after this
2: So my 404 Media colleagues probably remember when I got doxed, which was a nightmare for everyone involved, mostly me. My name, address, phone number, social security number, and a bunch of other information was leaked online, which led to all these spam calls, harassment, threats, etc. Even if you're not a journalist, a sophisticated network of data brokers is making your personal information available to the highest bidder. I fixed my problem with Delete Me. Which is a service that basically looks you up on all these people search websites and data broker websites and formally gets you removed from them the subscription service removes your personal info from the largest search databases on the web helping prevent potential id theft doxing and phishing scams i'm a real delete me customer i've been using it for more than five years sign up is so easy you just go to their website and then they send you personalized privacy reports showing you what info they found where they found it, and how they got it removed. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now with a special discount for our listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeletemecom 404media and use promo code 404media at checkout. The only way to get 20% off is to go to joindeletemecom 404media and enter code 404media at checkout. That's joindeliteme.com slash 404media, code 404media.
0: And we are back. As mentioned, there was then a debate inside OctoML about this behavior, about this usage. Um, Emmanuel, maybe you want to read out what one software engineer wrote. I think we took the decision not to name who we can tell as low-level employees. I think we just name executives in the company, and that seems very fair to me. Um, Do you want to start by reading out this quote, and then I guess we can talk about the debate inside the company from that?
1: Yeah, so one software engineer at OctoML wrote, um, and this is a, um, there was a debate at the company uh, around June 8th Um, when this issue first came up and people talked about it on Slack. And then there was a BBC article about um, AI-generated child pornography that did not mention Civitai or OctoML, but kind of just covered the topic. And this was shared in OctoML's AI Ethics channel, and that kind of reignited the debate. And one software engineer said, no one will say they want child porn to be generated from their platform, but few will actually invest the effort to stop it. Uh, This person also said, nuclear energy harnessed to power our energy needs is engineered into a fundamentally different shape than what we drop to decimate cities. We can shape our algorithms differently too. Um, I wanted to read this quote specifically because, and this is um, I'm kind of quoting a snippet out of a much longer statement from this employee. And and a much larger debate. Yeah, like there's a lot Yeah, Yeah, and something that I found really fascinating and valuable about the story is that we've been covering these companies and these uh, instances of abuse from the outside. And when you're on the outside, you are left, all you can do is speculate on why people are making the decisions that they're making and document the harms, which is what we've been focusing on. And I was, kind of surprised and very, very interested in like the, 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 tone of the conversation and the content of the conversation, because people at OctoML, like nobody's being flip about this. Nobody's being cavalier about this. Um, the results might be cynical because they kept doing business with Civitai and still do business with Civitai, which still enables abuse. Like you can go to Civitai right now and, and generate uh, non-consensual porn in seconds. Um, and everybody's aware of that, and they keep profiting from that, and and that that's cynical, I would argue. But the discussion is very clear-eyed and very well-informed, and people are aware of the ethical issues, they're aware of the technical issues, obviously, because they're the ones powering the tech, right? So it's like they know what the limitations of moderations are, and they know that there are things that they can be doing that they're not doing, and they know that they have, like, it sounds like from the chronology of Slack messages here and like announcements made on Slack is that when this whole thing got started, like when this relationship between Civitai and OctoML became a topic of conversation at the company, they really were not equipped to like deal with this type of content at all. And because people were upset about it over time, <clears throat> forgive me, they build out a trust and safety team, which is crazy to think that you wouldn't have that in place for a platform that's generating like millions and millions of images and are allowing not safe at work images.
0: What's the trust and safety team or member exactly for those who don't know?
1: Um, I don't know exactly when the term trust and safety kind of became popularized. But if you think about platforms like Facebook, it's basically the trust and safety team are the people who are making sure that bad stuff is not happening on the platform. And that is both like the designing of policy of like what are we allowing, what don't we allow, and the enforcement of it, um, which is a very complicated field and people do it internally. Um, 4.4 media kind of um talks a lot of uh people like their third party outfits that provide these services for companies. Um and yeah, so Today Octomel has somebody doing this internally, but they did not when 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 they started this business relationship.
0: Is it is it clear from the reporting why they got a trust and safety or is that something we don't quite know?
1: I can't tell you exactly why, I can just tell you that it happened after people were very concerned about the images that they were generating for Civitai and discussing the need to build out a policy and to design a policy. Like what are we going to allow? What is the red line for us and how are we going to enforce things? Are we asking Civitai to enforce it? Are we enforcing it? Are we going to ask Civitai to prove to us that they are enforcing it? It's very, it's It's a very very complicated. complicated, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And and what I'm saying is that people at the company are aware that it's complicated and they're having a very sophisticated nuanced discussion about how complicated it is. Where, where, where is the legal red line? Where are we uh, liable? Where, where wh- what, what are we comfortable with ethically? How does this jeopardize the business? All of that stuff. Were you surprised by that? The the
0: uh, about the discussion, or is it just this is just the first time we've managed to see this discussion from
1: inside the company because normally we're on the outside. I guess the latter, and I guess I mean. Yeah, it, it's it's just it's it's the latter. I guess you know, you think of what what do we know about Civitai, right? It's like we know that they cause harm. We know that we know because we tell them constantly, and we reach out for comment and they don't respond, and we know that they are funded by Andreessen Horowitz. Um, uh, and Mark Andreessen wrote this wild, unhinged screed about AI and how it should be allowed to do whatever it wants and like any attempt to regulate or moderate it is uh, a form of murder right so it's like that's all we know from the outside so i guess in my mind i'm kind of imagining people being more cavalier about it and saying like hey this is money let's make money um and that's not what's happening inside the company it's like Normal people are working inside uh, the company. They have a moral compass. They're very upset by these images. They're very, very upset that this is happening. Um, and they talk about it on public Slack channels to their superiors, you know? And the superiors are responding by saying like, hey, we hear you. And here's what we're doing. We're not ending the relationship, but here's what we're doing to make sure that the relationship is like safe and ethical.
0: Yes, that makes sense. Uh, you mentioned that the relationship was not ended between OctoML and Civitai. Um, maybe you don't have to get into every, sing- every single point, but like, what exactly um, happened, ha- happened there? Like, Was it ever on the rocks? Like, what, what happened with that continuation there?
1: We know that there were discussions. We know that there, after people talked about it on Slack, after OctoML talked about it on Slack, kind of the higher-ups at OctoML went and talked to Justin Mayer, who was the CEO of Civitai and they came back and were like hey we talked to Justin and now we're calm he like laid out his plans um here's how they plan to like have a future that is not so focused on not safe for work content and here's how they plan to moderate and they have policies and they're growing their moderation team and they they were basically um reassured that things will get better and that Civitai is taking it very seriously and they're like adults. Um, but the 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 harmful images uh, continued since then and continue today.
0: Um, when you say that, th- this is difficult, again, because we can't go and generate CSAM. When you say the harmful images continued and they continue today, do you mean non-consensual pornography of adults that we know of? Or do you mean the CSAM?
1: Again, I know that's difficult reporting-wise. What do you mean? Right. So on CSAM, I can't tell you for a fact, because as you've said, we can't test it. This is like a big challenge with reporting on CSAM and AI generated the CSAM. I can't go into Civitize Image Generator and see if I'm able to generate CSAM because then I might be committing a crime. And I don't want to do that. And our lawyer told us, please don't do that. So we won't. But I can generate a nude image of a celebrity. And that is very easy to do. And I did it yesterday. Sure.
2: I think on that point, it's like a, a good comparison is that if you go into other image generating AI tools and you, say, you type something like Taylor Swift nude, you will get an error message. Um, And, you know, I haven't tried every single one. It's not something I spend my free time doing, but it's like there are both automated and human moderation tools that can be used to, one, prevent the generation of this stuff as it's happening, and then, two, to, like, ban the users or just do regular content moderation after the fact. And it's clear that civitai was not doing this for a very long time and it's also unclear how sophisticated they are now and we can't exactly test it for the reasons that emmanuel said it's like we're not going to go try to generate csam um but it's like if you put if you plug something into dolly that is even remotely like make me non-consensual porn it's not just an error message, it's also like a threat it's it's like you you get something back that is like we're going to ban your account this is this is bad, don't do this
0: yeah, even when like Sam would do stuff on Bing images and with all the Spongebob 911 stuff you would you would get a big warning, right Sam I mean I know you weren't trying to do non-consensual porn, but like is are these sorts of warnings stuff you see very consistently across like other AI platforms?
3: Yeah, I mean, Bing is a a really extreme example. I think Microsoft is very, very careful about what they want people to generate using their platform um, for reputational reasons, I'm sure. Probably also some legal reasons. You can't even make real people on Bing, um, which I don't know. I don't really agree with that. I think you should be able to generate, you know, Henry Kissinger burning in hell. That should be something I'm allowed to do, but you can you can't on Bing and that's you know that's how easy it is to just kind of like put these guardrails in place it's like Taylor Swift nude is something that like you shouldn't actually be able to do if you care about the reputation of your company and your platform Um, if you don't give a shit then you can do that and face legal repercussions but um, or you know open your users up to that sort of thing which I think is what we're going to be seeing with with some of these cases
1: Yeah, Uh, Emmanuel, go ahead. Just a couple of things in moderation and um, that show that this company and this entire field is very much in its infancy. Um, One is Civitai hasn't talked to me, but they gave an exclusive embargoed interview to TechCrunch, um, which covers like the startup business from a more businessy perspective. And one thing that Civitai pointed TechCrunch to uh, in regards to moderation is that they have a like content removal form, right? So let's say that I'm Taylor Swift and I see a nude image of Taylor Swift on Civitai. I can go and hit up this form and say like, hey, this is my image and I'm proving that I am me. And please remove, please remove this. And I don't really doubt that Civitai would remove an image when um, or a model if if the person is asking them to. But um, as Sam and I can tell you, it's like this is kind of like an ancient form of moderation that platforms like Pornhub use, and it's like it's just like not good enough, right? It's just like not a good enough method because it puts the onus on the victim to like police a platform with a million users that's generating millions of images a day. It's just like, it's not feasible. Like we've talked to victims of non-consensual pornography and they're like, we tried this and it doesn't work because people are uploading, creating this content faster than we can take it down and ask for the platform to take it down. Um, So that's that piece of it. The other piece of it is um, there's like two extremes that we just talked about. One is like the Bing method, which I think is also the ChatGPT method, which is like it's very, very moderated. It's like the amount or like the type of things that ChatGPT will not engage with is like kind of ridiculous, and people complain about it all the time. And it's the same with Dolly, and it's the same with Bing, right? Like Bing wouldn't generate what was it, Sam? It was an image of Julius Caesar or something. Like it would not generate like historical figures. Yeah, Julius um, Caesar. Right. So it's just like, we don't even know why, but it's like, this is not, this is against our content rules. And that's one extreme and people think it's bad. And I agree with it. And then there's this other extreme, which is the Civitai extreme, which is like, let a rip, right? It's just like anything not safe for work. It's all allowed. Um, and where do you land exactly in the middle and find a place where everyone is happy? I mean, that's impossible. Like people are going to be upset. Like there isn't a perfect way to moderate. We know this from covering Facebook, from covering Instagram, from covering Twitter. Um, but there are still like extremely obvious things that you can do, right? I'm not a software engineer, right? But, and I've had the same conversation with um, MageSpace, which is another platform we covered that generated non-consensual AI uh, images. It would be extremely easy to create like a very long list of the most popular celebrities that show up on Civitai and make it so you can't combine their names with sexual terms right it's just like that is an extremely easy thing to do that Civitai can do today and is not doing Um, so it's like on the one hand it's like an impossible problem on the other hand we know that there are things that Civitai can do and we don't know why it's not doing it
2: yeah, I guess when I was when I brought up Dolly and being example, it's like that is an that is an example of a highly moderated platform. But to your point, there's like a sliding scale, and Civitai has seemingly not even touched the dial at all. Um, and it's like the the examples of the prompts that were generated are extraordinarily explicit. Uh, and the fact that they sort of weren't flagged proactively is is pretty shocking, I think
0: yeah, um let me just read out octo m l statement because they did provide us one for this story. We take customer and user safety very seriously. Since we launched our beta service in June, we have taken measures to address such issues as the ones you cited. This includes instituting strict policies to ensure proper handling of sensitive and harmful content and establishing reporting procedures to relevant government agencies. Additionally, we have a full-time trust and safety lead who's working extensively on implementing safety controls on both customer and internal systems. We will continue to work closely with our customers to build in additional layers of protection when existing ones prove insufficient. End of the statement. I mean, of course, working with our customers here could easily refer to Civit- uh, Civitai. I presume that is the the context there and whoever else. Um Maybe, maybe let's leave the story there and more pivot ever so slightly to more, l- less of the reaction in the company, uh, in OctoML or Civitai or whoever, and more the reaction from, I don't know, I was going to say the public, but that almost doesn't seem fair. But like some, we, we've been reporting on this for a very, very long time. Sam, you've done work on it, Emmanuel, you've done work on it. Me and Jason edit the pieces, and sometimes it feels like, Screaming into the void <laughs> when it's like people talking about the extinction of humanity and AI or all, all of that sort of thing. And we're, we're looking at threats that are happening literally right this second and like real stuff, not hypothetical stuff. Um, and we don't normally do this, but there's like, you know, some comments you find online in response to the articles and provides us, I think, a uh, springboard to talk about the sort of reaction that you sometimes get from the public, but also, I don't know, tech readers who may be much more on the technical side, that sort of thing. Um, So here's a couple of comments, uh, Emmanuel, you pulled out. Let me read them, and maybe you just give a (laughs) quick-fire response to them in this corner. Uh, But these are in response to the article you did announcing that A16Z was funding Civitai, so on the previous piece. Here's one. This appears to be sensationalized. This is the first time I've heard of Civitai, but I posused their website and found no porn. Emmanuel, how easy is it to find porn on this site and what do you make
1: of that? <sighs> my quick response is like, kiss my ass, you fucking morons, is is my response to that. <laughs> it just like listen, the, the reason I bring this up, there's actually like a a a a, a uh, uh, reason. A point to it. Reason, yeah, a point can, to can, it. Yes. <laughs> um, if you go to Civitai to the front page, if you've never visited the site before and you start looking around, it's going to look like a generic AI image generating website. And that's not what it is. That is a facade that is put in place, um, behind like not safe for work filters if you make an account and you enable not safe for work content you will see that the most popular images on the site and the most popular models on the site are all very very explicit and a lot of them are clearly geared towards non-consensual content and in the past right like when i wrote this story and I, when i wrote this first investigation in uh, august my assessment that that is what the site is for was based on Civitai's own ranking of its own content, right? Um, and whenever I cover this, people come out of the woodwork and like are like they're, they're they're like, oh, this is just AI, and it's not about that. This is a minority of users, and this is a non-story, and blah blah blah. And what we've seen here, right, in black and white, both uh, from OctoML's own analysis of the content on the site and us looking at the like raw data, like the raw prompts that are being typed into the website is like the vast majority of them are very, very explicit. And we just looked at like, we haven't talked about this part of it, but it's like, I have viewed a sample of uh, like server activity logs, like the, the, the prompts that people are typing being sent to OctoML. I just have like a raw look at that. And it's like for a pretty brief window of time. And in that brief window of time, the vast majority of content was very explicit. And in that explicit content, a few examples of non-consensual porn and what uh, it seems like would generate child porn uh, or CSAM. Um, So, I don't know, I guess. (laughs) that that I'm just... Well, please believe us. It's like, we're not,
0: yeah. You can go look at the site if you want, but I think your idea of framing it as a facade is a good one in that somebody saying, I've never heard of this company. Okay, well, whether you like it or not, it's one of the most significant companies in the AI space. And whether you like it or not, uh, OctoML's assessment found 60% of the content on there was marked as not safe for work or would be characterized by that. Like you can be mad about that if you want, but that's the reality of AI development. Uh, today it is not about making chat gpt do nice little scripts or whatever the real forefront is with this stuff whether you like it or not uh and i think just the other one because this is an interesting one uh when we reported the a16z was investing in Civitai, somebody said you know this is character assassination article and headline being an investor for some company does not make one responsible for the company breaking the law even less so for allegedly breaking the law how is this not buried instantly? Uh, I mean, first of all, it's the four of us and we'll write what we think is in the public interest. Thank you very much. Nobody's going to be burying it for us. But Emmanuel, what do you think on the idea that uh, an investor is apparently not responsible for the behavior of the of the company they may provide money to?
1: I think that I don't have insight into Civitai's financials but I know that the compute as they call it to generate these images are very expensive and I don't see how Civitai as a platform uh can function without this injection of venture capital cash so yeah I mean this is being funded by Andreessen Horowitz and Andreessen Horowitz is on the record of its own accord saying that it basically does not care about regulation and moderation and are very much of the let it rip philosophy of ai and this is the result we get it's like um i I don't think you you get this kind of harm without that kind of money behind it so i think
2: that one i don't know the the intricacies of investing in a company we didn't take vc funding i don't know how exactly how it works we haven't reported on VC funding extensively. But as I understand, there's a due diligence or theoretically there's a due diligence before a large investment happens in a company. And I think it stretches the uh, bounds of believability that Andreessen Horowitz doesn't know what's being generated on Civitai. Um, You know, this has been happening for a long time. The investment allegedly came over the summer. It was just reported last week, but it's like there's, it stretches believability that Andreessen Horowitz didn't know at least about the uh, sort of non-consensual stuff before investing. And I can't imagine that they wouldn't have done some sort of due diligence into looking at what its users were making before writing a $5 million check. Um,
0: well, if they, and if they didn't, <laughs> that, that's also bad.
2: I agree with that, yes. Uh, I would say this is just my opinion, and I'll, I'll be careful about what I say anyway, but my opinion from editing these stories, I haven't reported these stories. It's been Emmanuel, Sam, and you, Joseph, but I haven't, I haven't done much of the reporting. But from what I can tell, what everyone in this space is trying to do is they're trying to put on a facade of respectability publicly like they're as as emmanuel mentioned they are not pitching themselves as porn companies they know they have no interest in being porn companies either in the long term at least i don't think that they do uh because they're not pitching themselves that way so what i think that they are doing is they are Sort of desperately hoping that some enterprise clients emerge who have no interest in sort of the porn aspects of this. You're like your Disney's, your DreamWorks, your like animation studios come and give them some massive contract to like use this technology to make Hollywood movies or whatever. And they're sort of hoping that they can get through this deeply unpleasant period where they know that the vast majority of their users are using this to create uh non-consensual porn. And they are like sort of taking the PR hits as they come. They are pretending they're, they're like hoping that this like facade of respectability keeps their funding, keeps their compute up, keeps like the technology developing. And then eventually when, and if, and I don't think that this is for certain, like, I don't think this is going to happen personally, but it's like once they have sort of the Disney's of the world signed up for their product, they're going to crack down on porn in a big way and kick these people off once it's like not financially or uh, developmentally advantageous for them. And that's something that we've seen like across the board with all technology forever and I mean, this is something we didn't talk about that much, but it's like I don't think that like AI generated porn is necessarily bad. It's when it's non consensual. It's when it's CSAM. It's when it's all this stuff. And I think that the people who are trying to sort of like innovate in the porn space, like that's that's fine to me. Like there there is like a sliding scale of sort of like what what this tech should be used for and should not be used for, and it like shouldn't be used to make non-consensual images of real people it shouldn't be used to make sexual images of children and then there's a whole other debate which i i'll disagree with myself here but there's a whole other debate about what it's trained on and the fact that it's all trained on real people it's all trained on images of you know the collective collective contributions to the internet of humanity That's really problematic as well. But I don't know. It's a mess. And I think that they're, I just think that they're trying to get to a point in the future where they can kick all the porn off and say, we've always been this tool for creating like animated sci fi scenescapes and characters and blah, blah, blah. That's my personal
1: opinion. Uh, A really, simple question you can ask yourself is why would a user go to Civitai to generate an image and not Dali or Bing or any number of other AI image generating tools? And I think it's hard not to come to the conclusion that it's because not safe for content is allowed and like extreme content is allowed And that is the value proposition of Civitai, even though it doesn't want to talk about it.
0: Yes, exactly. Well, listener, thank you for hearing us talk about what I think is an exceptionally important, uh, albeit difficult story. If you'll listen to the free version of this podcast, I'll now play us out. But if you are a subscriber, it's time to pivot slightly and we're going to talk about uh jason's latest freedom of information uh act request story uh where he did a ton of work over months and it's about how local governments are being uh torn apart by an unlikely force you can subscribe and gain access to that content at 404media.co as a reminder, 404 Media is journalist-founded and supported by subscribers. If you wish to subscribe to 404 Media and directly support our work, please go to 404media.co. You'll get unlimited access to our articles, an ad-free version of this podcast. You'll also get to listen to the subscribers-only section, where we talk about a bonus story each week. Another way to support us is by leaving a five-star rating and review for the podcast. That stuff really helps us out. This has been 404 Media. We will see you again next week mm